0: smile so cute when you intro.
1: thank you <laughs> hello and welcome to the do we think podcast a podcast amongst friends where we talk about what's happening in pop culture blind gossip all sorts of things tv etc um i am joined with the lovely emily novak hello everybody Woo! happy monday sister i know Monday
0: kind of stressful day today I'm not gonna lie but we're here we're uh we're shiny and still standing so yes and we just put on
1: a serum and she's shiny um
0: I I was just
1: (laughs) (laughs) you don't I was just at Domino's I love that I was just at Domino's and I was waiting for food and like I was in such a bad mood. It was taking so long. And then the girl, like, came out to my car, about my food, and was like, oh, my God, I love your nails. Can I see them? And I was, like, instantly changed. And I was like, yes, of course. I'm telling you that my goal all the time is to compliment people
0: more often because I think that it's just the nicest thing, like, just random compliments. You love and to I, compliment people. And I always forget to do it. Like, I'm just, like, so in, like, my own head. But, yeah. Tomorrow. I do it,
1: like, borderline that I, like, worry I'm creepy. Like I compliment people like in like retail and stuff like so often like I love your nose ring I love your you have great eyelashes blah blah that's, blah. Such, <laughs> nice. that's such a nice
0: trait like, I w- I feel like I get nervous I don't know why like, like they're gonna judge me for compliment like it's so stupid
1: I've told so, men I've been like you have beautiful eyes a flirty I'm, like, a I'm a not flirty even hitting on you dance. I'm not even <laughs> 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 like I just I'm like you should know. Alright, let me pull up my note.
0: Nothing wrong with a little flirt. All right. Course is a flirt. Let's be honest, folks.
1: <laughs> so much to talk about this week, actually. I didn't even realize. Okay.
0: I'm locked and loaded. i to start you
1: yeah. off. I'm starting you off with a blind item. I'm ready for this blind. Girl, born ready. Kinda. Born ready. Born hesitantly ready. (laughs) Okay. This singer was not at all happy that she lost control of the media reports about her. However, there is a new story, and she is definitely in control of it. Of course, she knew that she and the other celebrity had broken up a while ago. She was so freaking annoyed that the breakup (laughs) leaked. She wanted the chance to announce it in her own way, in her own time, and she couldn't do that when the info leaked. That's why she insisted on them both denying it and saying that they were still together and working on the relationship. It was a total lie, but it bought her some time. More time to do what? Get their financials settled? To get back control of the story and to line the next one up. The next one? Yes. She gave her team instructions to find her a new man ASAP, like within the month. Preferably not a backup dancer or anyone like that. He has to be successful. Is she really ready to start dating again? Nope, that's not the point. Her whole image is built around being hot and sexy and desirable. If so, desir- If she is so desirable, there always has to be a man chasing her, preferably multiple men, all competing for her attention. It doesn't matter if it's real or not, or if they're just fighting, flirting, <laughs> fighting, or actually dating. It's about perception and a fresh story. So the purpose of the new man slash men is to make her seem hot and sexy and desirable. Yes, and to deflect from the breakup news. Once the new man slash men is in the picture, the media will chase the fresh story and the interest in the breakup will fade. She will maintain her image and move on. Since this whole timing of this breakup got messed up, it sounds like we can expect to start hearing rumors about a new man chasing her within the next few weeks.
0: Okay. I'm not really confident in my answer because, like, I don't know if this is kind of, I don't know, a little tricky, but Jennifer Lopez?
1: That was my guess, too.
0: Oh, because I don't know anybody else who's recently broken up.
1: Yeah, no, I agree, okay. and I think she and also the backup dancer was a big hint.
0: To yeah, me. she married her backup dancer, right? Back in the day, I think like
1: she married him, but she had that boyfriend Casper. Well, I think her very first husband was a dancer. Oh, maybe I don't know anything about mine. Yeah, exactly. you know, I just think like relax, chill out lick your wounds like it's fine calm down
0: wait so do we so what's your is that your is that your guess yeah oh no he was a waiter
1: oh interesting, interesting. um
0: oh johnny I wait i was I, more I was thinking of chris judd he was a dancer and he did oh. he was married to
1: jennifer lopez how many times has she been married? Not shaving, just wondering.
0: So her first husband was this guy, then her second guy was Chris Judd, then I think Mark Anthony. So I think only three husbands. And then was she ever uh,
1: married to Ben Affleck, or no?
0: No, they. I think they were just engaged.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, let me just double check. Yep, just three.
1: And she was with Mark Anthony um, for ten years, so that's a long time. That is true. Um, Machine Gun Kelly is coming out with a unisex nail polish line. Um, isn't all nail polish technically unisex?
0: Yeah, I don't think that makes any sense. Maybe it's just because Um, there isn't really a nail polish line that's,
1: like, marketed towards men. That's true. I would say, though, he has an uphill battle.
0: I don't, yeah, it's, like, not that, you know, it's not groundbreaking, but it's kind of interesting. I'm curious to watch the evolution of that marketing happen. Do we have a name for it, it?
1: it? For the brand? I don't think so yet. Let me click my link. Look. No, it's just he is launching one with a brand. Oh yes we do. It's UN slash DN. I don't know what that means. Undone. Could Maybe. it be on
0: like, that?
1: I don't know. It could be. You might be right. You're cooler than me, you might know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um I have a lot of like small stories. I feel like Um, another thing I wanted to say is for years, there have been all kinds of rumors about Drake and Kim and whether or not they've ever hooked up. So now that Kim and Kanye are officially over, does that mean Drake is officially moving in? He was photographed in LA um, last week with that heart still shaved into his head. Not that I have any investment in the possibility of them being together, but even if you're not into that family, I feel like it would be really good for gossip. Maybe great for gossip, actually.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty, uh, it'd be a good story.
1: It would be great. I don't really love Drake, so I don't actually want them to be together, but... Oh, I like Drake. I picture Drake crying during, before, and after sex. I don't. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do.
0: I really, really like him a lot. Oh. He's she just a little soft, soft of a rapper, but he's not, he's like, I
1: don't know. I think he's like, I don't know. Or I don't like that he talks to underage girls a lot. Yeah, I don't know that much about that. So I'm just going to be,
0: uh, um, you know, live live in my fantasy world where not all people are scum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good for you. Um, For those of you who are out of the loop, let's talk about James Charles. James Charles has recently been at the center of controversy after several minors have accused him of sexual misconduct. Um, A number of people under the age of 18 accused him of predatory behavior, with a lot of people uploading screenshots of alleged conversations between them. It's not the first time. We talked about this in the episode Leaving You on Red, um, which is where the catchphrase was born. But, um, well, where are oh, our yeah. sign-off. 10%. <laughs> um, so Charles responded to the recent allegations by posting a notes app apology, classic, refuting the claims. Oh, and he ended the statement saying, because of situations like this, instead of taking someone's word for it, I now will ask to see ID or passport of every guy I have a conversation with. I think that's a little dramatic and a little bit yeah, like, feel sorry right. for me, of a statement.
0: Yeah, right. That's, like, what? Like, someone's going to take your
1: order at a restaurant and you're going to be, like, ID, please? Like, relax.
0: (laughs) But, like, why don't I – I don't know. Because then that's him that is. That's him playing, like, victim. Like, they lie about their age. So that's why I'm in this predicament. Like, we're all fucking grown-ass adults, right? And if we were single and we were dating, why on earth would we need someone to, like, prove their age for us? Like, don't we have the skill set or the maturity to – understand when there's an age gap like just ask if you don't know know. and if it's that shady and weird then you shouldn't like go away don't talk to them like that's weird i just think that's so weird to me that's creepy to me that creeps me out like talk to somebody your own age like you should know like how old is he mid mid mid-20s
1: like 21
0: oh my god it's only 21 years old that mm-hmm. changed, it then I changed my stance. I changed my stance. I thought he was older. I thought he was older. If he's only twenty-one, yeah. then there is a little bit of a blurry line there because, like, you know, some, when I see twenty-one-year-olds now, they look
1: very, very young to me. So, and then I, there's like eighteen-year-olds that look old as fuck. So,
0: okay, yeah, I, I take back what I said. But
1: um, he's but I think back. when you're like famous, you have to take extra precautions. Yeah,
0: but I think maybe he should like stop sexting fans over Snapchat like he's in high school. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, if you're, you, you, so 21, you are still grown. So, I don't know. That's my stance. But I do, under, I respect him now for saying that, but I also feel like that's this annoying way of being like, next time I'll just use my ID because these people lie about their age. Like, just freaking yeah. it. Um, that you fucked
1: up. Only um, you, despite continuing, he was continuing to upload to his channel as normal but then he was eventually forced to address things um in another video called holding myself accountable it didn't work like it has in the past he's done apology videos before and we all kind of forgave and forgot but morphe has dropped him they are winding down sales on his product um this is a huge move because the morphe and james charles eyeshadow palette is one of their best sellers so you know like it had to. Yeah. They were really like, our hands are tied here, dude. Like, we want to keep this palette yeah. up, but. Too problematic can't. for their brand. It's he, too. Much a no, totally. It's
0: unpredictable. Like, mm
1: mm. So much he far- like posted a statement claiming that he had reached out to Morphe and they mutually agreed to like wind down sales. After they'd received quote unquote negative feedback for their How association with James. What? And he was like, um, he was like, as I said in my video, I can't show change overnight, but will over time um since posting that video many other people have come forward with a series of misleading stories and false allegations which have been reported on by many people creators and news outlets my legal team has begun taking action against those that have spread misinformation and or created completely fake stories as this has gone too far these stories have caused many of my long-term partners to receive considerable negative feedback one of them being morphe i've loved every moment of working together and am beyond grateful for what we've created together That being said, I reached out to them and we mutually agreed to wind down our James Charles Morphe collaboration, which is my only project with them. I'm continuing to take away, take time away to learn, grow and listen and look forward to coming back one day in the future as a better version of myself. James.
0: Like, I clearly have a bot. Like, I clearly don't like James Charles and I don't trust him. I think that he, I don't know. I just don't. I get a bad feeling about him. But, like, Mm -hmm. not to sympathize with him, it's just, like, freaking hard to be famous. Like, you can't date like a normal person, you know? You have to be so extra careful. And, like, I just don't think that he's or hasn't been taking the best precaution. It's too risky to be playing that game and not being able to know their age and Snapchatting. It's too risky and it's irresponsible. And... For somebody that's had so much success as he has at such a young age and he's been going up, you know, at a rapid pace because he's been in the spotlight, he should be taking more accountability and just more responsibility.
1: Yeah. Um, this time phone. last week, he YouTube temporarily was demonetizing his channel, mm-hmm. meaning he won't be able to make money on his videos. And he was also dropped from season two of this YouTube show that he was like the front of Instant Influencer. It was such a i um, I've seen
0: clips of it on like TikTok where they're like making fun of it, and it's, it's painful to watch. To see the, the show, yeah. From the clips I saw, so I, never, I haven't watched the show, but if you can tell from the title that it's bad.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Oh, my knee hurts. I fell. I fell the other day in the closet, and my knees. Hurt. You
1: fell in the closet.
0: I, I was in the closet, and I and I like uh-huh. and fell. And I really
1: hurt my knee. And I just whacked it. And it hurts my mouth. don't really I'm sorry. <sighs> um, I'm going to talk more about Demi Lovato later, probably. Because you know I have an ongoing, like, series about her. Like, in the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> with this whole Frolio debacle. So anybody who lives under a fucking rock. um, Demi Lovato basically went to this frozen yogurt place called The Big Chill. And, um... They had things in their store that were, like, sugar-free um, and were vegan and stuff like that. And she basically said they're culture vultures, diet culture vultures. And um, she, um, she quote-unquote, found it extremely hard to order the Froyo from the Big Chill when you have to walk past dozens of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods before you get to the counter. Do better, please. And uh, she posted a video last week, um, and she apologized for everything and blessed us with this amazing quote. I know that people struggle with Froyo, <laughs> And she said, I left that yogurt store, and I didn't get the yogurt that I wanted, and I had a hard time with it the whole weekend. Um, so Jamila Jamil, if you know her, she's she was on the show um, – Kristen Bell, The Good Place. Okay, yeah. Um, She stepped in to defend Demi and praise her for raising awareness surrounding toxic food shaming and the prevalence of eating disorders. I mean, yes, like someone dies every 62 minutes as a result of an eating disorder. But like the Big Chill has like clarified that they offer dairy-free options to cater to vegans and sugar-free options to cater to those with dietary restrictions or conditions like diabetes. And I mean, that affects more than 3.2 million Americans. So like she should just try another yogurt shop. Like she might have an important point. But the delivery is giving me like a preachy vegan who wants to rail against the lack of offerings at a restaurant energy.
0: Yeah, I feel like she went into that shop, was having anxiety about having frozen yogurt to begin with, so she started to project those anxieties onto this business and basically twist their entire business model as a as like um you know as like being a threat to her and her mental health. But like truly, it's just she's struggling and she's trying to, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I wish I would, No, like she likes to better. be the victim. I should have worded, worded that better. But like, you know, like if you're ever like feeling guilty about like something. totally, And then you start just pulling out like, okay, well they're like, they're it's like, it's bad anyway. Like they're bad people anyway, you know? And I think it's like a projecting type of thing. Like, like, Eating disorders are such an epidemic and yeah. definitely thanks to the media. And I respect her for speaking out and trying to make awareness about that and, like, the anxieties that people can get just from getting frozen yogurt because I've been there a million times in my life, like, wanting to get yeah. something and being like, well, what's the topping that's going to be, like, the healthiest? Like, the, like, And you're just sitting there and your brain is, like, in a freaking food spiral. So like I get that. But sometimes... That there's other ways to go about it. Like attacking a business isn't the way. Maybe you could have said, you know, something about sugar-free culture that's like fake sugar-free. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to make a
1: case for her. But to me, she just turned into Karen Lovato. Like (gasps) I, like when she started her video, like I've gotten into the middle of something. And it's like, you started it first of all. And, like, okay, it's actually – it's inclusive to have desserts that other people can eat.
0: Yeah. I think that she was trying to, like, have this, like, PR moment, like, this moment where she's, like, making awareness for something. And instead, because the the moment she was using as an example was not, was not a good example, it just kind of backfired. You know, like, it just isn't – I feel like there's plenty of other examples of that where it's, like, really in a negative light that she could have talked yeah. about. Yeah. Like this Like, trigger. why is
1: this the hill she has chosen to die on? Like, yeah, we don't have to talk about her the job.
0: There's F like a the word like, trigger. F like, it's like this is all over the world. Why would you target this small business? Like, girl, this is a bigger right. issue.
1: Like the word trigger can't just defend someone having no coping mechanisms. Like at the end of the day, she didn't have the coping skills to see a sugar-free yeah. cookie. Exactly. That that is a personal thing.
0: Like I have plenty of food triggers when I go to places or when I want to order something, but I'm not going to attack that business for it. That's something that I need to work on on my own. That's right. not the frozen yogurt shop's place, you know? And I just think that you can't blame your, you know, your anxieties on that, like on what they choose to do. You're right. It's how you choose to
1: cope with it. You know? And like, there's the, you, you have also, like, to, like... And then she was like, I'm willing to sit down with them. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I'm willing, like, oh, to get Demi Lovato's approval. Like, Like if you were
0: out against a company, speak out against like flat tummy teas or things like that that promote these unhealthy detoxes or things that are sugar free, which are full of chemicals, like diet sodas and stuff. That is like a valid argument. Like, that's being like, hey guys, like, you're consuming something that's actually toxic for you. That's a whole other story. And I would understand that. But to attack a business for, Having healthy options is weird. I wonder what was in the sugar-free stuff.
1: Was it sugar-free because they were using like stevia? I don't know. But I'm like, you know what? You have to realize, unfortunately, like everybody has to come to this realization at some point in your life. But other people don't care about your problems. Like, yes, like your friends and family. But like the world keeps on rolling and turning. And, like, there's freedom in realizing that because then you can realize, like, you are responsible for your problems. And that also means you can take control of them. And, like, to me, she's just so out of touch, like, thinking that this is a big deal in the scheme of the world. Yeah. I mean, if she had said in her apology, like, oh, I don't mean to tear down this store, but she's not doing that.
0: It came across as complaining, not, like, helping other people, it didn't, it, it, it didn't see it was
1: supposed to be like an act of service, but it was just annoying. Like, I think the world, it is a good idea to want there to be more support for people with eating disorders, yes. But the idea that the world should orient around them is not true. It's kind of
0: like food allergies. Like if somebody like me is allergic to shellfish and I go somewhere that has shrimp, I can't be like, oh, like they're against people with allergies and like they don't respect me. Right. You know, like okay, also actually a bad example.
1: But like, you know, with that. No, like, I think, no, that's like, a good example.
0: Complaining about things like that. Like, because in my opinion, like eating disorders are like a very mental thing. And then you can't just snap yeah, like, out of it. You know, so. Yeah. You know, 100%. I, I think that her intent was good, but I also think that she kind of wanted a little bit of attention. I don't really understand. Like, maybe totally. that
1: because she's gotten some backlash from your documentary because she was coming off. Kind of a, I have like, some blind items I want to read you from like 2016 that talk about something like this. Oh boy. But I think she was trying to like do some PR move with this whole
0: thing and she did it on her own and her team was like, dummy, no. She was like,
1: "But totally, because <laughs> it was silly. It was silly." Um, Sabrina Carpenter performed the song "Skin" at the 32nd annual Glad Media Awards. She sounded great, but I was very confused why it was at the Glad Awards.
0: First of all, like that isn't that song kind of dated by now? And also, like I thought she didn't even like the song, so I'm surprised that she would want to sing it. And plus, it got so much negative. Got like such backlash i would be like i'm not gonna perform that song i'm gonna perform something else
1: yeah you i don't see know.
0: that um joshua bassett posted on his instagram story yesterday he was like super late but like congratulations olivia again a deja vu a deja vu song
1: i know it was so random it was like someone told him to post it
0: yeah it was weird
1: um what else post malone's manager dre london teased that post malone has two projects dropping this year which makes me so excited i know that makes you happy i do love post malone um what else what else what else um oh blueberry fago rapper lil mosey was charged with rape and is wanted by the police yeah not a good look so then he like i guess was like tried or like what's the word what's the word when you're like it's alleged that you did something accused so he was like accused of this but then like was supposed to go to court but he never showed up and then like was released on like a $35,000 bail But like if he's convicted that's life in prison homie it is I don't know someone said that (laughs) (laughs) I
0: agreed rape is life in prison I don't know it should be
1: um it should be
0: like that stupid kid that
1: well i think if also like if you also like don't show up in court and like all that stuff like that adds time too yeah that's not that's a bad 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 look um megan Mm -hmm. vallion announced that she is on a hiatus and that she'll be back when it's time. I think she deserves it. I mean she's done so much over the last few years and like really went from like zero to one hundred. Yeah she's so kind of I feel like crazy that's crazy overwhelming. Girl.
0: Yeah I think I just she's like crazy just crazy successful year. She deserves a break and I'm like really like impressed that she's willing to like just because I feel like she just started to like say I need yeah. So respect for that.
1: Um. So, uh, guess what turned twenty years old this week?
0: Oops, I did it again.
1: Shrek! oh, <laughs> oh my god! The Shrek soundtrack is so iconic.
0: No, what's the problem baby what's the problem i don't know I love. I don't that's trek
1: two. oh
0: sorry i don't think i i'm sorry so
1: i'm a believer and i saw her face yes we need a song iconic all-star like wow by leslie carter all-star was in shrek one yes it was open where, where can
0: i where can i stream shrek
1: you can stream the Shrek soundtrack. No, not the soundtrack. I That's want to see a movie. Oh, it's on Hulu. It is? Yeah, I've, like, it's i like been on my homepage like a million times. Oh, I haven't watched it in so but long what time. I thought was really funny was I was reading like this article about the 20th anniversary of Shrek, and I thought this was an iconic factoid that the listeners needed to know. So Smash Mouth was in the middle of recording their third album when they were approached to sign on for Shrek, including the final track, a remake of "Monkeys," I'm a Believer. Some of the band members were hesitant about spreading themselves thin with a movie soundtrack. In hindsight, um, their bassist, Paul Delisle, says they ended up making the right track, noting um, he thinks some people believe that the lead singer is Shrek, <laughs> which is amazing. And he said, ever since the Shrek movie came out, 20 years later, At every one of our shows it never fails that there is someone either holding up a Shrek sign or someone dressed up as Shrek.
0: (laughs) That's iconic. That's my that's goals. Honestly, it is. Really. Like if people thought I was Fiona game over. Cameron Diaz played Fiona, didn't she? Yes. She did. I may not have had the song right, but I had the actress. That's right. that's that's um singer voice welcome tonight to the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) according to sources on thursday ronnie from jersey shore was taken into custody for felony domestic abuse they could arrest him and it could cause him a lot of trouble because he um avoided jail time his last um domestic abuse um arrest but he was ordered to thirty-six months probation, so this new arrest could tr- trigger a probation violation. Um, his daughter Ariana was in his custody um, when the drama when the arrest drama went down. So his wife drove from L.A. to Vegas. Or his I think, wife, to get her- his baby mama. Oh, sorry. His yes, yes. Sorry. Um. But, like, Roddy is just not a good dude. And, like, we even, like, saw our jerseys short. Like, he was an asshole to Sam. Manipulative abuser. I do
0: not like him. This is a pattern. I feel like he for- has roid rage. Yeah, he's got he's got some issues. He does not treat women right at all. Mm-mm. And uh, this was a bad, bad look. And I my heart breaks for his daughter. And that, like, she had to be exposed to that mm. and go through this. And... Like, this is her childhood. It's it's heartbreaking. And I hope he can get the help he he needs. But, you know,
1: he needs a break. He needs to go on a break. Yeah. I agree. Um, Cassie Randolph. This is, like, such, like, actually a non-story. I don't even know what to talk about it. Basically, she, like, said something like, you know, everybody was waiting for her to, like, say something about the Colton thing, and all she said was that she's not addressing it, so. Yeah. Like, that was fun.
0: Yeah. But you know what? To right. No, it's why, totally right. Why, but, why, why, but, why does she have to address it? That's what I'm saying. Right. he put her through hell, I don't think she needs to address it, and I thought it was really interesting. I was listening to Dean, Listening to a lot of podcasts about it, and- yeah. I want to say that the members of, like, the Bachelor Nation, as they call it, they do Mm -hmm. not like him. Mm. He has burnt a lot of bridges. Like, this Dean was – Dean, like, hates him. He was like, he's a horrible person. Really? I don't respect him at all. He's a bad person. He was so straight up, like, I don't care about anything about him. Like, he is not a good person in the way that he, like, acts with people and his attitude – he let everything get to his head he's not a good person he was so out of it
1: the longer i've sat with the news the longer i the more i have realized that i kind of am annoyed with him not in the sense of like that he didn't come out sooner not like that but like he said like out of his own mouth that he knew he was different from the age of six right and so like he like went on the bachelor knowing that he was like questioning his sexuality And, like, I know that, like, he was probably, like, holding on to hope that he was straight. Like, I understand that that's, like, a thing. And I know, like, I'm not LGBTQIA. Right? That's the letters these days. I think so. I think. Um it just I sometimes I forget but like I realized that I don't like struggle with this but I just think like if there was even a question in your mind it was really selfish to drag someone else along through that
0: yeah like there's a lot of it that's kind of makes you feel a little uneasy like Lance Bass was talking about it on Mm -hmm. um, Ashley Iconetti's podcast and like and like how members of the community, they, they're they not all happy for him, you know, because there's so many people that have been so heroic and have struggled with this for years. And he comes out and all of a sudden, like there's a Netflix series on the table and it's super publicized. And they're like, people have been dealing with this for years and years and years and years. And all of a sudden- we're, And don't get to make a profit out of it. Yeah. And it's kind of- It's kind of like, ooh, it's it's not like why is his story so profitable? I don't like that. I don't I don't think it's a good look. No, I agree. Yeah, people were saying that they don't like the way that he came out on live TV, and you know, and it's the same thing you said. Like, I'm not LGBTQ, um, and I can't like relate. I don't know how this feels. All I know is that. I don't understand why he's so deserving of all this, like, fame and money. Of, like, people being like, yay. Yeah, like, I do think that he he clearly, you know, whatever happened with him and Cassie was very ugly. And he's treated people yes. not very kindly in the past. And I think that there's a lot of heroic great people that should be put on the platform and share their story. And I think that he clearly yeah. really has a little bit more growing up to do.
1: I agree. Um, The nominees for the 2021 Billboard Music nominations are going to be announced this Thursday, which I'm excited about. What else? These are just like quick hitting tidbits. Um, Supposedly Rihanna is releasing new music in May. So that's exciting.
0: I know. It's going to be interesting. I thought she was Uh,
1: Maybe not. Um, Taylor Swift's song "Willow" has reached a new peak of number one on Hot Adult Contemporary Radio, which I thought that was so like random. That is random. I agree. I like the song, but it's very random. Um, the song "Met Him Last Night" is supposed to, um, have a music video in May. Apparently, also the Melon Cake remix. There's going to be a melon cake remix from Demi Lovato. Oh,
0: what's um, met him last night?
1: Met him last night is her song with Ariana Grande.
0: Oh, 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 oh,
1: that we you know I not heard. Is it good? I had been reading. Yes, I like it. Oh, okay. Um I don't know if you would like it, but I like it. Mm. Um Billie Eilish is rumored to release her new single thursday Mm -hmm. and an official announcement was made today i don't know if it said when she was announcing it but it just it like did a little clip and i remember when we were watching the documentary you made the comment that she has a very like old-timey voice and i thought that in this clip that was really like shown i loved the editing yeah i I added
0: like an entire account just for this which makes me think maybe this is an album that she's like prepping Uh up on um Because why would you make an entire account for a single? I mean, I guess you could. I don't know. Why would you? Kind of waste of time. (laughs) I love Halsey. also heard
1: Halsey. What?
0: Nothing, nothing. You you can continue.
1: Heard Halsey is dropping a new single soon. I love Halsey. I wanted to talk about who you thought was best dressed at the Oscars last night.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay, that's... I have to tell you, this is probably one of the best Oscar nights for fashion. Like, ever, 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 ever. I have
1: screenshots of my favorites in my
0: phone. But I just have to get some names up. Because, like, I know what my favorite looks were, but I'm really bad at remembering names. So I just have to pull them up. Because that's always
1: been my downfall. Truly. I'm going to say my favorites first. I thought Amanda Seyfried looked great. Oh, interesting. That's not one of mine. I Directions thought...
0: probably the only look I didn't really like.
1: I liked Carrie Mulligan very much.
0: That was fabulous. We love... A, so this whole cutout trend that we saw is like a big couture trend right now. So all the is cutouts it, on the runway,
1: I lived for it. I thought Angela Bassett looked beautiful. Oh my god. She is a stunning. She is a, like a goddess. I thought Reese Witherspoon looked pretty.
0: She looked okay. I actually didn't like her dress. I didn't like the belt with it. It seemed a little busy. Um, mm. What's my favorite look from her?
1: I don't know this person, but I liked her. Look, Fatima Farheen Mirza.
0: This look. I'm not sure which look
1: that was. Oh, that's his, that's that's his wife. Okay. Um, Riz
0: All the ones you mentioned are not my standouts. At all. Song.
1: I thought Margo, I thought um, Maria Bakalova.
0: Yeah, she looked good. She looked good. That was a good one. That was a good, that was, that she was um in the Borat movie. But still, not, not one of my faves. You haven't listed my fave
1: yet. Was Was Zendaya your favorite? No, it wasn't my
0: favorite, but I did love okay, it. Oh my God. And it's Zendaya, um, isn't it? No, it's
1: Zendaya. I think so. I
0: thought it was Zendaya.
1: I think I used to think it was Zendaya. Are we gonna have to pull up a pronunciation video again? Um, I thought Tiara Thomas looked great. Ariana DeBose from Hamilton. Still, her. none of these
0: are on my list.
1: You've <laughs> listed um, one of them. I thought her looked great in her Prince. Homage,
0: yeah, that was cool. I like that a lot,
1: and those are my favorites.
0: Okay, so Regina King, okay, an actual breathtaking goddess. The way that those crystals the, like reflected light off of the dress, the movement like insane. That color, I can't even believe it. It was so couture, it was so like high fashion. I don't think it was a couture look, I think it was custom
1: actually. I'm pretty sure it was custom. Um, wait, breaking news. Zendaya said, I think a lot of people see my name and think it's more fancy than it is. They think Zendaya like papaya. It's just day. Oh, I don't know. Congratulations.
0: (laughs) You are proven right. (laughs) I just thought it was Zendaya. It's what I thought. Um, Carrie Mulligan was also my favorites that you listed. Um, but I I always say, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his name right. So Jesse don't come for me, Um, but (laughs) like, is it LaKeith? I don't know. LaKeith Stanfield.
1: He wasn't
0: Judas Judas and the Black Messiah. He was wearing a St. Laurent look that was so freaking epic. Like it was so chic. It was classic, but it was perfectly retro. So fashion he looked so cool. He looked so cool. I highly recommend. It's right.
1: so hard for men to stand out, too.
0: Oh, and he freaking stood out. Then Andre Day, in that Vera Wang, okay. where she literally looked like the statue. Her body, the gold draping off of her body. Normally, I would say. Actually, she like,
1: was a favorite. You're right. Normally, I would
0: say, like, maybe that's not, like, formal enough for the Oscars, But I did not care because she looked so beautiful. And she pulled this off like I've never seen before, truly. Um, Yeah. And the ones that you didn't list, I think you listed most of them for me, obviously. Oh, Laura Dern in Oscar de la Renta was another favorite with the feathers. Really? I didn't like that. Yeah, that's another big like old Hollywood moment for me um mm-hmm. maybe her hair could have been a little bit different but I love a big dramatic feather moment I think it's really fun mm-hmm. and when do you get to be that glamorous and over the top like that's yeah, the time to wear a freaking oh, feather yes, gown yes. very very passionate yeah. about this folks as you can imagine and then yes. um, uh, I think her name's something Kirby is it Vanessa Kirby I
1: don't
0: know let me figure it out her name is what's it Vanessa Kirby. She had like a really cool, just like slicked back hair and monochromatic cutout look that I just thought was really cool. Um someone and then we mentioned Margot Robbie, who always wears Chanel because she's like a spokesperson for Chanel, so she's always gonna be in Chanel. It's just what you expect when you see her. Um But I actually people were like kind of a buzz about Halle Berry's dress. I personally didn't like it. I thought like the the bow in the front. Kind no, I agree. I thought it looked like kind of weird. Like I don't know. Like agree. It looks like <laughs> like I want to say like something inappropriate, but
1: I won't. Did it look like a labia to you? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's what I said to Brad. It gave me like vagina vibes and like nothing
0: wrong with the vagina vibe. Weird. But
1: like I have a vagina, you yeah, know. No. Vagina. I just feel like kinda. it doesn't
0: belong at the Oscars,
1: you know. But it was just it was on the just, red carpet.
0: And, yeah, and honestly, I'm always surprised when someone wears Golce and Gabbana because, especially right now, during all the Asian hate crimes and all the mm. freaking Asian hate they have thrown out over the years, I was really kind of surprised yeah. to see them on the red carpet. Not going to lie. was surprised about that. But those are my picks. I just thought everything was dramatic and colorful and there was so much texture and the silhouettes were all so different. And like, that's what you want from a red carpet. And they nailed it. Like, everybody nailed it. I loved it so much. But, yeah. That's all
1: I got to say. I was very pleased. I heard on Twitter that people were not happy at the Oscars, that they cut out the, like, showing clips of the movies. <gasps> oh, my
0: God. I was saying that. That was my biggest complaint last night when I was watching it to Christmas. Yeah? Like, Best red carpet ever. Worst Oscars I've ever watched in my life. It was Ugh. so boring. Like, so insanely boring. I wanted to know more about what was nominated. I learned nothing about the movies. Yeah. my favorite parts when. of the trailers for what was coming up, the new movies that were coming out. It's kind of a bummer. I wanted to know about these films, and I got nothing. Yeah. Um, wicked boring. The best part was, like, when...
1: Glen story- Close doing the butt.
0: <laughs> yes that whole that whole sketch like that whole entire <laughs> thing that bit was so great um but yeah it was like the worst oscars ever it was just really boring and their in memoriam was so fast it was so fast i couldn't even yeah. read the names so what freaking disrespect is that like especially this year when so many freaking people died you couldn't have given mm. like five more minutes to maybe show a picture of them or a clip or something they did i'm so sick they didn't of show pictures they showed pictures but Jesse it was like so fast but I, you know how sometimes they will put like little clips of like a movie they been yeah. in or something right. Yeah, yeah. it just is kind of helpful to kind of get to know them because you're, you're yeah. you know it's a memoriam and this was such a catastrophic year for the film industry you would think I don't know you think yeah. that they it a little bit more thought I agree with that I feel very passionate about the Oscars as you know I'm I'm a hussy for the
1: Oscars <laughs> That's the title of the episode, (laughs) right there. (laughs) Thank you for gifting that to me. A lot of times, I have to go through and like find a good quote, and like it's a little bit painstaking for me, like to figure out what I'm gonna make the title. But you just made it so easy for me. Thank you. Yeah,
0: the problem is normally I'm a hussy for the Oscars, but this year I was not a hussy hussy for the Oscars.
1: That's the problem. My legs were closed to the Oscars I'm, this year. I'm a
0: hussy. Hussy for the red carpet. Hussy for Regina mm-hmm. King. Oh, my God. I still can't
1: go over that look. I can't even tell you. It really blew me away. Wait, I have two blind items I forgot to tell you. Oh. Ready?
0: <clears throat> Let me just turn my little ears off. <laughs>
1: Can you just okay. Wind them up. All right. <laughs> um all right apparently okay pretty boy actor apparently didn't think that pretty is the way to go anymore his face looks oh no we all know who this is (laughs) at least it looks different than it did a few months ago some people are speculating he had his lip sun or cheek implants that's not it it's his jaw and chin Now our actor is not old, he is not ugly, he is not deformed, he is not fat, he had a perfectly fine jaw and chin. So why in the world did he alter his face? He really wants to play a superhero. He thinks he has been passed over for lead roles in Marvel and DC Universe because he doesn't have the classic masculine jawline like a superhero would have. Does he want to play Superman? any lead superhero would be cool but he thinks he needs that defined jawline and square chin to be considered seriously he calls it the henry cavill look yes henry definitely does have a superhero look does our actor plan on doing anything else to be considered masculine he's working on his physique we're not sure a ripped physique is a requirement for a superhero casting but good luck to our actor and his new face i think Uh-oh. this is sad Emily's You're so paused. And looks really crazy. Oh, no. You're back. You were frozen. Okay, good.
0: You were frozen, too. Oh,
1: no. So, I, I think this
0: is sad. I don't know if I quite believe that that's the reason why anything has changed with his face. I've never heard him even, like, talk about movies like that. I'm not really sure that's why. Um, and... I mean, did, were anybody in the comments saying that they had any leads to knowing that he's had plastic surgery? Because I looked at his face, and there was also, like, some other thoughts that I had. Like, if like if you could believe, like, okay, like, oh, yeah, look at his face. You could obviously say plastic surgery, but I was trying to figure out, like, if there's anything else. Because it was a pretty drastic look in that clip. So I was like, is he on some sort of, um, like, steroid? steroid. For not even just yeah. to get off, but maybe he was sick, or maybe you know people go on steroids and medication all the time, and certain medications can really make your face look really, really weird and swelly in weird places. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody in the comments said Zach everyone got the Quagmire
1: special. i think seen <laughs> like, so- or,
0: or or what's like the the what's what's the sexy Squidward thing oh my god yes sexy squidward if I you want see it, though, because i genuinely think he's a good person i really do like, like totally I do so like part of me feels like there's more to this story but i also think that um it's to be continued because we're gonna get to the bottom of this yes we are i'm gonna put in my leads
1: um wanna... <laughs> all right this next one is gonna be very easy to guess This musical celebrity has vacillated between wildly healthy behavior and destructive behavior for many years. Today, we're just going to focus on one area of her life. She claims that her team did a poor job with her eating disorder and actually made it worse. In other words, it's their fault. This comes as a complete shock to her team. The team used to do normal things like celebrate her birthday with a birthday cake and have bagels and a basket of pastries available for meetings. Then she would binge on it and cry and blame everyone for triggering her and causing her to binge. Of course, no one wanted to trigger her or upset her, so they stopped with the birthday cake and started offering healthier foods. Then she would complain they were trying to deprive her and control her food. So if you offered certain foods to her, you were triggering her. On the other hand, not offering those foods to trigger food girl was mean and controlling. There was no winning. They did everything they could to accommodate her, but she found fault with everything they did. Trigger Food Girl was out of control, yet extremely controlling at the same time. If they went to a place that might have certain foods that trigger her, like a green room on a talk show, they would rush to get the food before her and removed it before she got there. If the team tried to order healthy food for her, she would start yelling at them that they were controlling her. No matter what they did, it was wrong. Everything was a trigger, and they they just couldn't control the whole world. She was very extreme and eventually started a diet plan where everything she ate was precisely weighed and measured and she would exercise up to six hours a day. She did lose weight that way. Then one day she suddenly went off the plan. She said she could now handle her food and wanted to enjoy life. Then she started binge eating again. Everything spiraled downward from there. Trigger Food Girl now seems to be trying her, tying her team's failures to help her manage her weight to the reoccurrence of her eating disorder to the serious relapse of her sobriety. She is a perpetual victim. Time for her to find another party to blame for her problems.
0: Um. First of all, six hours a day of exercise—that's that's not healthy. First of all, it's gonna—that's a disorder in its own in itself. Yeah, that's not healthy at all. Um. So I relate to this feeling of like trigger foods and being like, like I don't want like any sugar this week. We're not bringing any sugar, and then all of a sudden it's like. Well, How, like, how come you get to have that and I don't? Like, what? You think I can't have sugar? Like, you think, (laughs) you think that, like, I can't eat that and that's why you won't let me have it? So, like, I kind of understand that, like, horrible mental game of, like, you're trying to be strong and be healthy, but you also, like, want to live and be a person who eats food. Like, you should be. And it's, like, this constant battle between, like, what you want and what you can't have and, like, why deprivation never works because, like, life is too short and gonna be miserable. So, like, you're just going to be in fights with everybody and nothing – no, you can't make it – no one can make you happy and you can't make yourself happy, you know. So, like, I understand that part of this battle where she's coming from mm-hmm. like she so clearly is still has an eating disorder and like it's something that she'll have forever and she clearly right. needs to go to therapy for this mm-hmm. because i i honestly empathize with her for doing that i actually kind of understand that i think it's like a really extreme obviously to like freak out and have a huge trigger attack and cry and need someone to sleep with you because of it like that's such a high level of – that's such, a, like, an extreme reaction that is clearly you need help for. Yeah. And, like, I don't even know how you help somebody with that. I, I genuinely don't know because it's, like, so tough for the people around you because they're trying to help you and, they're, and, like, they're trying to listen to you. That's like you are, like, being hypocritical and, like, you that it's just – it's a tough battle. Like, I just, yeah. feel like she needs somebody who she can, like, really talk to, who can, like, understand this kind of, you know, fuckery that she's going I through. Totally so, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, it's so taxing and it's exhausting. It's exhausting for her, it's exhausting for the people around her. And, like, she can't control it, but she needs to take care of it. Like, you can't can't blame people. It's this constant theme of blaming people. It's like you can only blame people so much. Like, you have the world at your fingertips. You can have have anybody you want assist you and help you. Like, you you can't play this game anymore because it's just – it's not a good look.
1: No. Which brings me to some blind items from 2016 about Demi Lovato.
0: 2016. Every every time we do these, I like to talk about where we were – so, Jesse, 2016, what were you up to in the world?
1: 2016, I was 23. I just started dating my boyfriend that I still have now. Um, I was skinny because I was working out for two and a half hours a day, which was not sustainable. I have a problem where I vacillate between overweight and skinny um, because I always do things the not sustainable way. And so like one time I had mono and got really skinny, not sustainable. One time (laughs) I worked out for two and a half hours every day, not sustainable. Uh, One time I cut out literally every food group known to man, not sustainable. (laughs) There
0: (laughs) has to be, there's a balance. Yeah. And it comes with time. I swear. Like there's like a balance when like you realize that like like you can. I think I'm starting to find it, but. It's okay. it takes, yeah. I think COVID has really helped me with a lot of my issues. So that makes me really happy. But forever having my moments. Like, big really? moments for me. Big moments yeah. for me lately is, like, I'm eating potatoes again. And, like, mm-hmm. potatoes is a huge trigger food for me, like, I, I would go to like someone's house and they had like chicken and potatoes and vegetables. I'm like, sorry, I can't have potatoes. Like for some reason, potatoes were like, if yeah. I have a potato, I'm gonna gain a hundred pounds today.
1: Oh no! And,
0: I, and it's so funny. And I had half a baked potato this weekend, and I was like, "You go, Emily." Yes,
1: sister. I
0: was proud of myself for my half baked potato. And this is wild. I actually had a burger with a bun over the weekend too. <laughs> Another thing that like, I would literally, I'm going to get a lettuce wrap, you know, like I'm empowered yeah. and I'm healthy because like bread is bad, you know, like, you know, the wellness type of eating food. You're, you're so you I'll Talk about wellness.
1: lettuce wraps the other day that was like literally like people were just like putting like literally anything between lettuce I mean, and like it's healthy I mean, because it's a lettuce wrap.
0: And then here's, here's the thing. I was like, I haven't had a burger
1: in easily over a year
0: and a half if i'm gonna have Whoa. a freaking burger from shake shack i'm gonna get the freaking bun i'm gonna have the best burger like why why do i and and i had the burger and i had a little bit of anxiety after like i'm not gonna lie because i always will have a little bit of like we got a i understand that. With that but like here i am yeah, i'm standing i'm okay no <laughs> let's I say I'm you're any fatter, fatter. I ate the burger, and I'm okay, you guys. So, you know, it's a process. It's always going to be a process. Oh, totally.
1: Where were you in 2016? So,
0: in 2016, I was working at Armeno, uh, <laughs> living at my house in Westboro with my dad. Oh, my God. Actually, those
1: were really good times.
0: Actually, wait. I don't think so. I think Chris was actually still in college in 2016. I take that I actually
1: think so, too.
0: Yeah. No, 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 he wasn't. Sorry. No? Wait.
1: I feel like he yes. moved into what? your dad's house in the spring.
0: Yes, when he graduated in the spring of 2016. Yeah. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Um, I was down the street from Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> we would hang out all
1: the time. Um, we would literally yeah. just hang out and, like, eat food in your bed and, like, watch, like, something on your laptop. I know.
0: That That's was an
1: age. That
0: was the golden age of my 20s right there. The golden
1: age of, Jesse. my dad's not home. Come sleep over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm still the same way, honestly. Honestly, (laughs) if I
1: didn't have a dog, I probably would be calling people to come stay here. Um, But yeah, that's what it was. All right. This blind item, they call her PV. Why? Because she tries to uphold herself as a role model of strength, yet she never seems to stop complaining about her problems. Another famous member of her peer group explains it this way. We laugh whenever people describe her as a singer. She's not a singer. PV is a whiner. That's her full-time job. She knows that gets her more attention than music. While we're all focusing on our acting or music or modeling or whatever, she's peddling one of her mental illness, alcoholic, cokehead, cutter, eating disorder stories. Peavey needs to fix her shit, get sober, and shut the fuck up already. Oh my god, that's so get- harsh. I know. She needs that to get hard. sober. Uh-oh. That means she's not sober right now. So what does PV stand for? Perpetual victim, of course.
0: Sadly, that is kind of the pattern. She's definitely it a victim. still rings
1: true. She's a victim she's to bad. the media. So what do you think of that? I think, honestly, unfortunately, it's kind of true. And not the shut the fuck up and get sober part, but the they perpetual victim part.
0: Yeah, I think so. She definitely plays the blame game a lot, and I just don't. I don't fuck with that like don't do that (laughs) but like I can understand why you can do that you know when you're in the public eye because you've been like your whole life is like all influences surround you like your child and like everyone's opinions are being forced on you like freaking like four years old so like how do you ever have a mind of your own but like
1: you want to know something fun what? I went from sober in the beginning of this episode to drunk <laughs> by the end. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> and they I'm reading
1: my phone and I'm like, woo! <laughs> I'd be like, I'm what straight. are you drinking over there? Just a glass of wine. But I hadn't had a glass of wine in a, maybe like three weeks.
0: You guys want to know the difference between me and Jess? She's drinking a glass of wine. She's like living her life. I'm over here and I just keep putting more moisturizer under my eyes and patting them every two seconds like a shiny old woman
1: all right next one did you hear the rumor that this young female singer hooked up with this older male singer after a recent party no it didn't happen not yet anyway however we don't know how long she'll be able to resist him well you may think he's a jerk he's a very seductive jerk he knows exactly what to say to young women in the entertainment industry to feed their egos He's really subtle about it. Other guys will go, oh, you're so gorgeous, or oh, you're so talented. But the female singers hear that all the time. What he does is listen to one of their songs and pull out something very specific, like one line from the lyrics or one chord change, and tell them how that one little thing made the song and that he would be honored to work with somebody so talented. They hear that and they are really flattered and assume that he is really attentive and sensitive and that he really gets them and they fall for him. He's sneaky smart. Who is this? John Mayer.
0: Oh, I believe that.
1: I totally believe it. They did a song together in like 2013. They did? What was it? Well, he wrote a song with her called World of Chances.
0: It's actually so funny that we bring up John Mayer, because the other day I was like, I haven't to listened to John Mayer in so long. And I've been like listening saying like too much. And I've been listening to John Mayer a lot in the last few days.
1: So a little uh, phase I'm going through.
0: But his Can music. Say, is I like
1: John Mayer's TikTok.
0: Oh, we too. It's great.
1: I'm like, you know, you may be an asshole. Maybe he's not now. He has gotten older, so you know what? He could have changed.
0: You never know. Apparently, he has a really cool sneaker collection.
1: I mean, hell yeah! All right, one singer was talking about another, both female and pro- both female and approximately the same age, according to the first singer. You can always tell when second singer is self-destructing. She eats more. She wears less. She gets another tattoo. She starts up again with her substances. She calls it snow, and she tries to get her pick in the media every day to fake being happy. She's falling apart. She spent a long time trying to get her ex to marry her, and it didn't work. He didn't destroy her life. She did that all by herself. Mm-hmm. This was supposedly Miley Cyrus talking <clears> to <throat> Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm.
0: Something's wrong with my dog. I don't know what she's barking at. She sounds like in distress. Hold on, let me go check on the Lassie. <laughs> lassie. What's the matter? Are you
1: okay? So, guys, lassie. I haven't driven a in a while, and I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs.
0: <laughs> what are you feeling?
1: I'm <laughs> Feel, feeling it, Mr. Krabs. I,
0: wish I was feeling it, Mr. Krabs. I love when you pick up dogs and their faces look so, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, imagine if someone just just put their, like, arm between our legs and scooped us up. Something feels a little weird underneath her, I'm not going to lie. Hey, Chris.
1: Yeah. Her bum feels a little crunchy. I don't know if it's up. We need to check that out. I'm just going to finish up my Demi Lovato 2016 blinds and then bounce. All
0: right. All right. Your dinner, your dom, your Trisha-style doms. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's triggering <laughs> do you know how much I love Trisha Paytas
0: right now do you yeah I think that she's iconic right now I think she's the best she's ever been everything yeah. she does makes me smile
1: continue except for I am excited for when Gabby has this big series coming up exposing Trisha I'm excited to see what she pulls out of her ass
0: oh I wish she would bring up Gabby because if we had all the time in the world like People, Gabby Hanna, she's off the rails. I think she's having a psychotic break. She's insane. Like another level of insanity. And I'm honestly scared and worried
1: for her. because oh, You know what? I just figured out why I'm so drunk. Because all I had this morning was a blueberry and yogurt smoothie.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Now yeah, I have water. Either. It's all about how much water you drank.
1: I drank 32 ounces of water today.
0: They say it doesn't matter how much food you eat to get drunk. It's actually the water
1: in your body and in your blood. David and I went I drink to drink this water bottle and th- one of these and then this. Yeah. But anyway, um, these two young and famous actors and singers worked together on a TV show many years ago. They were also good friends, then they weren't. Then they were, who knows anymore. They're both currently appearing in national commercials. I don't know what i don't remember what commercials they were a certain group of young celebs saw two of the girls one evening evening <laughs> i said it like that one evening <laughs> who am i the commercial bad. girls themselves were not there the first girl with whom the group is friendly got cheers and thumbs up for their performance the second girl with whom they're not friends was roundly booed they couldn't believe how bad the second girl's commercial was The voiceover was flat and monotone. They were shocked. Dude, that's awful. Did she actually start out as an actress? Doesn't she know how to sound excited about a product? Was she so stoned when she did the voiceover? Maybe she was drunk. How does she ever expect to get hired for other acting jobs? Based on those brief performances, they are predicting that the first girl has a great acting career ahead of her. (laughs) Well, honey, that didn't happen. Um, and that the second girl should go back to rehab. Yikes Yikes right what were it what well, Selena and Demi
0: which girls were it? Wait, how would it, was I trying to say? <laughs> which girls? which it? girls were they? were they? Uh. Demi and Selena. Oh my gosh, if you guys have seen Ted Lasso, there's this funny scene where he says stuff and he's like, that sounds weird. And he'll like repeat it like, like garbage, garbage, gar- garbage, like what a word, You all, all of a sudden it's yes. foreign. That's how I just felt.
1: All right, last blind. What is wrong with this girl? It's hard enough to work in the music industry when you get along with people. Yet this under 30 singer seems to be deliberately meddling in situations that have nothing to do with her. And a damn thing change. <laughs> we are always trying to put together artist collaborations because of the two-for-one publicity bonus. Won't match anyone up with her though. She's going around disrespecting other female artists. There's no reason for her to be up in their business. She's alienating them and she's alienating everyone who is loyal to them, including plenty of male artists and producers. Stupid. This the most recent medal was taking sides in some hyped-up feud between these two over 40 female singers. Other female actress says she is alienated, including this ra- the rapper, the red hair girl, the red girl, and the pale red girl. So they were definitely referring to Mar- the Mariah Carey and J Lo feud at the time.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: Um, really quickly, I'm going to blow through something I have on my phone <laughs> about Demi Lovato in 2016. So a lot of times, celebrities will comment on other people's stuff, because not because they're friends, but because of PR. Um, The majority of your favorite celebrities' social media is almost always controlled by their team. There's a set of celebrities who go against the ideal image of what a celebrity should be, including Demi Lovato. The set includes celebrities who aren't afraid to speak their mind. It includes people who are usually perceived in a negative light due to the fact that they are not under the constant control of their management. Demi is someone who does not take shit from anyone. The industry is like a big high school. I like, remember when she posted this, the um, Mariah Carey and the Ariana Grande, and it was like when you ordered online versus when it arrives. And it was like Mariah, then Ariana, and Demi. Who's arriving? Her- who's,
0: who's, who's the order and who's the arrival?
1: Order is Mariah, when it arrives is Ariana. Oh, and then Demi okay. inserted herself and said, you got it the wrong way around, honey.
0: Oh, me? Oh, my. Who posted that meme?
1: Somebody, but then Demi reposted it.
0: What was the... Demi, what was even the point of that? That's just... its causing drama for no reason.
1: Yeah, I know. So Demi and Ariana are friends. Also, Demi has this quality, I feel like, where she feels the need to express loyalty to an extreme length, and I think that stems from her, like, abandonment issues. Like, when J-Lo addressed a Mariah Carey Bible Refeud, she was, like my girl is classy like that mariah is a legend and so talented but constantly disses people it's nasty the way she treats jennifer and ari did nothing i don't find anything wrong with what she said but um whatever i don't think she was shading mariah i think she was defending her friends um I know a lot of things about demi i feel like and i think she's a genuine person she doesn't constantly put other people down she doesn't constantly try to hurt someone but i think she fights for what she believes in and if something you know i don't know where i was going with that but i remember one time she was attacked for no reason and called out taylor swift for not practicing what she preached like she was like i didn't shade taylor but when you talk about women empowerment and feminism you know, I get shade, I don't give a fuck because someone has to be the one to take it. At least I'm getting my hands dirty. How the fuck am I making this about myself? At least I'm talking about it. Not everyone has twenty-five thousand to just to give people. That was talking about when Kesha when Taylor gave twenty-five thousand two hundred fifty thousand to Kesha. She was like, Would love to, you with that to Kesha with the Dr. Luke stuff. Oh, she was like, would love to, but I didn't grow up with money and definitely haven't made as much as her. At least I speak up rather than trying to be politically correct 24 7. There's no rivalry. Demi Lovato said all this? Yeah, in 2016.
0: That is a lot. Like, that is kind like, of crazy that she would say that publicly.
1: Yeah. And then she's like, there's no rivalry. I just give more fucks than other people. And would rather start a dialogue about women coming forward about being raped than throw money at one person. Um, and then you sent me a TikTok about this. But um, when Demi like made Zendaya getting that Barbie made after her about herself yeah. in 2016. So Zendaya got the chance to be a part of Barbie's new line that showcases diversity again, bringing awareness, something she's passionate about, you know. But then she, like, called out, she was called out for trying to steal the attention away from Zendaya, you know. And she, and then there was, like, the whole thing in 2016, too, where, like, Nicki Minaj, like, Demi, like, made this thing, like, um, like, so there was this picture, I'm showing Emily right now, at the Met, where it was, like, Demi, Nicki, and somebody else. And Demi, like,
0: Jeremy, um, He's a so, designer for for Moschino. Yes.
1: Yeah, so then um, Nikki tagged Jeremy and Moschino, and then Demi was all like, "When you aren't mentioned in a post, but didn't do shit to this person." So then she went on this rampage about how Nikki was incredibly rude to her because <laughs> Nikki didn't tag her. Yeah, this girl and is like, petty. I know. Like, um, I think Nikki is kind of a rude and petty person. Like, just the vibe yeah. I get.
0: I, I agree, but, like, why does Demi – why does she open her mouth so much? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's her like, she can open her mouth, but, like, it's not like a good look when you're, like, talking smack all the time, like, your fellow
1: musician. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to say about her in 2016, that I think she was being shady – Throwing people under the bus, being a perpetual victim, and that's where I'm at with my Demi Lovato saga. Moving on to 2017 in the next podcast.
0: Wow. I didn't realize that she was such a shit talker in the public.
1: She was.
0: That's kind of crazy.
1: She'd be wildin'. Anyway. Too late. I'm gonna go drunkenly eat some dominoes. That's as any best way. year old That's should. the
0: best way to eat dominoes, let me tell you. It's gonna taste 10 <laughs> times better. I picked it up sober
1: but <laughs> <laughs> now I'm drunk. Well, that's no, not good. all okay, you guys. Be. Let me tell you something embarrassing really quickly, and then I'm leaving okay um my auntie was up my mom's sister she's 11 years older than my mom so she's 71 years old so she's definitely like my mom is kind of old school but my aunt is like older school
0: so I my aunt know, was, like, right?
1: yeah i think so so my aunt was up yeah, and she was like son. no she's a nephew though tyler <laughs> i getting them all confused okay now i know who your aunt is aunt darnell
0: yes yes
1: yes I love it. So, Darnell
0: and Daryl it's the best thing in the world I love it oh my god the so fact
1: that Darnell the fact that the name Daryl was a mistake is so iconic wait what so my aunt was tasked at 11 years old with naming my mom okay,
0: and she Darryl. said
1: no. and she said name her Daryllyn, like one word Daryllyn." great beautiful love it but then my grandparents put on the birth certificate Daryl middle name Lynn, <laughs> so then she became Daryl. How? Why did they let her name your mom? I think like because she was an accident and they like felt bad.
0: What? <laughs> this is a crazy story.
1: I know. <laughs> I mean, her parents were like four, like forty, like something, like forty-five, maybe.
0: Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, wait. So, what was the embarrassing story?
1: Oh, so she's like, Jesse, like, show me your podcast, and I was like, okay, so I like pull up the page and like show her, and she's like, okay, show me. And I was like, what oh, do you mean, show me? Like, like, I was kind of like, here it is, like, I'm showing you. But she just like, wasn't understanding, and so she, like, I'm like, you have to like click one to hear it. And she like clicks the last one, and it goes, happy gay day to you. <laughs> Happy Gay Day, Colton Underwood. It's about the fucking time you came out, and she goes, oh, "Jessica." <laughs> and I was oh, so embarrassed. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Did
0: you play her a different one?
1: No,
0: <laughs> we just left it at that. <laughs> she, now, now she knows. Yeah, you now she knows. So, anyway.
1: From one cute sister pair to another, Emily and me, both only children, sisters at heart. Mm-hmm. Very true. love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And until next we time, time, we're doing what?
0: Leaving you on red.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, girls! Okay. Time for you. I see your message, and I just keep on scrolling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well um in the words of <laughs> i just finished season one of real as of potomac and when one lady was done with another she said i'll put your name in bye emily girl go pet a panda oh I- <laughs> <So laughs> that's what i'm gonna say to you <laughs> until next time we are leaving you on red goodbye bye. beautiful bye. beauties and queens bye-bye
0: bye-bye